You're listening to a DM podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, I introduce to you the podcast with the best banter, greatest gut feels, and most ridiculous narratives on planet Earth. Get ready to dominate the NRL fantasy season with the team from Top King League. G'day guys, welcome to Talking League, we're at round 11 teams, TK Corby and Pat in the house. We're brought to you by Game Day Squad, create, coach, compete in fantasy footy, be the coach and win, download the app and play now. Now, we are lucky to be here. Apologies already, uh, croaky voices. I've got to be honest, I had a really, really good time, Corbs. I'm sick of your face. Go away. <laughs> Mate, I saw you off yesterday at the airport. To see you again tonight, so soon, I was ready just to have... Free footy time, free TK, free Andy time, free a lot of time. But as we're just saying to Paddy, we really enjoyed ourselves up there. Had high expectations, but they really were met by all the legends up there. Um, yeah, cracking weekend. Corbs, I think it's – sorry, Paddy, I'll bring you in. Paddy, how are you, mate? You're obviously doing better than us. Yeah, I mean, but my spirits are down because I missed out. My, um, I've had massive FOMO. I saw the pics of the boys, yeah. I'm, uh, I'm not I'm – not, Envious of how you guys sound, but realistically, I actually am. Like, I wish I was I was in the trenches with you. You don't want to be feeling like <laughs> I do today. I went home from work early, and I've had a battler of a day. But, Corbs, just back to Magic Round, I don't think I've ever met so many good people in a weekend in my life. Like, that's a big shout-out to not only talking league people, but just rugby league people in general. I've had so many good chats with so many good people I don't know if they think the same of me, but <laughs> I think the same of them, mate. It was just an outstanding three days. Me, Andy, and Corby are banned from each other, apparently, for like a while, but... Yeah, well, I reckon the, the highlight was definitely the potty at lefties. Just the before and after, just punt, uh, talking with the punters. Um, everyone just loves fantasy, so like it was all just about who your trades are, how your team was going, ranks and things. So that was pretty funny. And uh, and everyone rocking up there because like, we were there at 11 o'clock. I think Matty John strolled in about 10.30 uh, when we were setting up. <laughs> that's how, <laughs> that's how Keaty show. was. Yeah. <laughs> he, he stayed for the show, which was hilarious. But, yeah, then talking. And then and then awesome. Then you kept running into people sort of throughout the the next few days, either at the ground or along Caxton Street there. So if anyone hasn't done it, get a couple of your mates and uh and book it up there because yeah, the the vibe on and off the field is uh so good. Yeah, for sure. We've got plenty of tips actually for next year. I can't wait to go back because there'll be a few things that I do I will probably wouldn't even go to a game. <laughs> I'll just stay in the pub the entire time. Just stay on Caxton and Street. Just be an absolute imbecile. More than I was. But I had so much fun. But boys, let's talk a little bit of footy while we've still got our voices because I don't think this. I think this might run out pretty soon. Let's have a look, Patty. You had a huge round, didn't you? Yeah, I did pretty well. I had a score of a thousand eighteen. I think it's the first time I cracked a K this year, or maybe the the second. So it's uh, I've jumped up to rank nineteen twenty four. So up almost two thousand. Wow, that's good, man. Ranks, yeah, like a. Very good week for me. So, I mean, I wasn't at Magic Round, but that was the magic for me. Just to see my score tick upwards was uh, was quite nice. Yeah, I had a score of 925, which, considering I had Heinz as captain, 
It was pretty good in the end. Only Luke in Ford really disappointing. Rank 1891. Corbs, how'd you go? Yeah, just quietly, another highlight of the weekend was me pulling the mock on Nico Hines, starting the um, <laughs> flick over the Nico. And surprisingly, there was quite, it was nearly a 50 50. I'd almost say a 60 40 Cleary to Hines in that crowd at lefties. But uh, yeah, I got a little bit more um, colourful with my language towards Hines, but now we're back on PG potty. I'll, I'll keep it to flick over the Nico. I went a 989. So I had Hines as captain, but I had a couple of other um, guys because I had Frizzell and Miller. I, I suppose a lot of people had Miller, but they were two big guns. So I had a couple of little guys on my bench, but they did the job. So moved into 4,556. Oh, Corbs on the charge. Did you say you had Nico? I thought you had Cleary as captain. No, no, no. I definitely had Cleary. No, I'm, I'm a team flick over Nico for sure. Chin. I love it. Boys, trades on your mind. I've only got one. Fords are probably Horsborough at this stage. I haven't looked at Jaden Sewell, though. He's kind of a little bit interesting. Paddy? Yeah, I mean, I kind of said last week, and I didn't pull the trigger, but Murray is... Um, I actually need your boys' advice tonight on Murray because he's um, he's just burning me really Well, hard. I don't think you should take our advice. I reckon call me, <laughs> call me over the weekend's had to be 50 times. How do we apologise to Pat to actually make an impact? Oh, yeah, I think we sort of half-talked him into <laughs> hunting him, and then there was someone, <laughs> one of the highlights... TK showed me about 20 times uh, or something about Murray. We've got to get rid of him. He's like, oh, is this another call from Corby? Another one of his gems. <laughs> That's oh, right. Man. That was on the chat, yeah, for sure, on the weekend. But what do you got, mate? What are you thinking? Yeah, I'm thinking JDB. I mean, he's uh, it, the price is right. That'd be a swap. But then, yeah, I mean, Ford not being named also kind of stings. But I'm, I'm, I feel like with my scores – I've been doing well holding off on trades and like in stockpiling them. So I kind of want to keep that conservative strategy. So I might end up just biting the bullet with Murray um, and Ford and just roll with a terrible bench this week and bounce back next week. I know that's not ideal, but yeah. So you're going to hold on to Ford even though they've got to buy next week? Um, the problem is, is who do I bring him to? I don't have enough cash to go up and I'm not really confident on anyone under. Like, he's just at such an awkward price. He's a very awkwardly priced, actually, yeah. yeah. And, like, if we look at going down and looking at a, I don't know, like a Lukey, very unimpressive. We're going to talk about Lukey later. Like, very unimpressive, so I wouldn't want to do that. I put in the chat today, like, oh, surely Totola. Like, that's blind faith in Totola. But, again, he's not, yeah, he's not good setting setting the world on fire. And then if I go up, I've got to take two trades. So who am I bringing mm. down to go forward up? So I, I'm not sure. It's not ideal. Um, if I can get rid of him... I will. The the smoky one would be trying to get Tohu in if I can, but that's going to take three trades. Then they go into a buy as well. Yeah, it's still not great. It's crazy. <laughs> it's not great all around. Yeah. Corp's moving to you. Trades on your mind, mate? I'm thinking, well, I have JMK, and my backup hooker is Sonny Luke, who got a uh, snowman <laughs> on the weekend. So I was hoping he would actually build a few more minutes and be that guy to just take the um, the well, this round 11 score for me at hooker, but yeah, I can't trust putting him up there after his dismal score. So I'm thinking forward to Cheese. I was looking at the hookers. There's no one else really there I like. He also covers the um, – or has that dual, um, dual status, and then he hmm. – yeah, he, he doesn't play Origin. So he's been scoring pretty well of late. So, that's, yeah, that's who I'm going. Jesus. And his minutes have been increasing. <clears throat> I would love to do the Cheese. I just don't know if I could do that for a fourth time. I Can I go know. around the sun with him again? Like, this is going to be number four, and he's burnt me three times, boys. Yeah. I'd, that was the other thing I was looking at. But I've got Tanner Boyd 
filling in. So I don't know with my makeup around Cheese as well. He's probably the only close option to Ford that I'm looking at. Tanner Boyd's been excellent, man. Yeah, he's been scoring really well, so I'm not too worried there. But yeah, with with Cheesy calls, uh, I don't know. How, how confident are you? Because they they look rattled, the Roosters. Like, there's so much chat about them. They have to so be a rattled. bit of bounce back coming up. But Pat, this run sheet looks like this is all about your fantasy team to work. <laughs> yeah, pretty kind much. Of looking at this. <laughs> I thought, what do the punters want to hear? Let's talk about how we can fit Pat's, fix Pat's team. Well, before we go to that, what do we got? Bit of a boring spice there with a couple little little things there, Patty. Yeah, it's our TLT mile today. So I'll uh, I'll, I'll run through them. Um, Adokar <laughs> named to return for the dogs. Uh, Ford and Kossi are both out with Curran and Berry taking their place. Uh, Volkman starts at 5'8". I thought that was interesting with Walker moving to the bench. Uh, Liam Martin has been named amongst the extendeds. Uh, Angus getting a start with Butcher out. Bateman named to return after being a late scratching last week. Uh, Savage drops out completely with Hopwadi coming back to the wing. Um, Arthur, Jacob, that is, replaces Moses, who's out with concussion. Uh, Crossland is going to start at uh, at nine with Man out injured, and there's actually no real confirmed news around Man. There was a lot kind of floating around, so Crossland could be seeing extended minutes. Uh, and Adam Elliott returns from uh, an injury picked up in round one, uh, and Finucane named to start in place of McInnes. Nice. I like it. Now, let's start. Code red, Cameron Murray is what you put on this sheet. Yep. <laughs> now, 758K, a break-even of 86. Season low 53 minutes on the weekend there, Paddy. He does look a bit cooked. Now, I know you want to kind of go through this kind of rapid fire. I said hold last week. I actually do think he's a sell this week. And the guy that you brought up at 723K, Jack DeBellin, He's an absolutely sensational form, getting huge minutes. Break it even at 22 probably suggests that even if they score around the same, just say they score 50 or 60 points, they could end up around the same price anyway. So given that Murray will be going to, like it's like a 99.9% possibility he's going to origin, mm. only thing keeping him out would be an injury. So JDB would kind of be maybe more of that 20%. He'll be a bolter. Yeah. So I just think that given that he's – I actually think he's in career best form. Like, I know the Dragons are struggling, but he's not struggling. Getting through his work. The only thing I did notice, and Corb's noticed on the weekend as well, every time he goes back into... He looks like he's dying every time he tries to make the (laughs) 10-meter line. He's got so much bandaging on. That's my only concern, that the fact is... something I don't think he's 100% himself. Yeah. But that happens. It's a long season. But I'll actually risk him, or the man I'm bringing in, probably Corey Horsborough, at 662K. Last four of 46, 54, 77, 56, with a range of 62 to 71 minutes. That's what you want from mid, right? Anything below that would suggest that Ricky's going to kind of mess us up. But given that he's in that range of that minutes that we like, given his PPM as well, I think he's a sensational buy. Probably, I'd probably have him maybe 18th or 19th man for Queensland. Yeah. I really rate um, Horse. I, I, like I brought him in personally last week. I think uh, I'm, I'm on you with there, especially if you want to save a bit more coin for the punters out there. Uh, and Corbs, I thought I'd, I'd throw to you just around Tohu. I know I mentioned him before, but my note around Tohu was actually bringing him up post his buy. So if Murray continues to bleed money, and just because of Tohu's price, like if P, what do you reckon? Do you think number one? Murray is a hold for now. And if you are to hold him, would you consider bringing Tohu in in a fortnight's time? No, I'd be getting rid of him because then by the time that comes around, you've got two more weeks of Murray and he hasn't really, like he's got the sort of the back three dates now of poor scores. So 
I would be looking to upgrade to either, and they've already been mentioned, the JDB Horsburgh, who are killing it on that upward trend and also provide great coverage 13 and 14. Yeah, I think so too. I think the fact that Tohu's got that bike, because I was looking at him because he's a little bit cheaper, and even to save it, every dollar of this situation does count, but you're right, Corpse. You just can't take him going in the buy. You're going to lose all value, I think, man. Like, you're literally bringing him in, and then you've got another 658 plus SJ's 800K, 900K on the sideline. So next week you go down with 1.7 million. Like, it's, it's bad enough with some people with Lemuelu, Katoa, Hammer, all going into this week. That's probably another... It's, it's not on the actual run sheet. What would you do if you are holding those three? Does Hammer have to go this week? Yeah, good question. Um, one of the punters, I didn't put it on the run because one of the punters got it in the audience Q&A. Oh, I see. And, um, is it in there today? It is in there. Oh, we'll hold it for then. Yeah, okay. Sorry, I'm just jumping the gun. No, that's right. But it is a good question. I'm finally, I'm finally coming back to life. <laughs> that's it. You're feeling, I haven't, you're I haven't feeling ever really looked at the run sheet. <laughs> um, no, like, I just on the on the, on the the fins, so I'm in that situation. I don't have Hammer, but I've got three three fins this weekend. Who's your third? Uh, JMK. Oh, JMK, yeah. So, yeah, I mean... Yeah, Hammer's a good one. We'll talk about Hammer later. But yeah, it's a uh, with the with the Tohu comment, I had it more for after the buy. So like you just grit your teeth with Murray and I think Corb's touched on it there. Like he's gonna keep plummeting cash. But if if you're trying to hold out because of potential fires, you just hold out a week and then like Tohu's not gonna what what's he gonna go up? Maybe like another twenty K or something. Yeah this week. He's so, got a high break even, so Yeah, so you can pretty much get a straight swap or maybe you're probably gonna lose another almost like 40k on Murray but then you can just swap it straight after that Warriors buy into round 13 that ball he put on for Adam Fanil Blake though was very nice yeah so ball playing in the middle was good his work rate came back last week as well great to see him go through 80 minutes yeah true so he looks like he's stepping in the right direction it might actually be the best thing to let him play 80 minutes Mm. by week that means another week for his MCL to get 100% and then potentially depending on your money situation might be the perfect trade then hitting into round 13. So stay tuned on that one. Let's talk a little bit about origin players, boys. Yeah, so I'm happy to, to run through this, TK, if you want. So Yeah, what, I've got what, nothing. What I thought, so what I, what I thought was, like, talking through origin players, and I, I feel like a lot of questions have come through around these players, and they also have high break-evens, you know? So not only are they about to head into origin, and I've tried to keep it to the players who are pretty much guaranteed going to be in origin through through this question set. So I thought we'd kind of go through and we all of us say, are we going to hold if we're owning these players? Are we going to look to sell based on their break-even and their price potential form as well? Because some of them have been a little bit scratchy, to be honest. Um, and then if you are looking at selling any of these origin guys or holding, are you talking to hold through for the whole period or are you looking at, um, a potential option to sell to. So, for example, Haas, I've got to, to go through for the both. So, mm. are the both of you, like, so he's at 882K, 78 break even. <coughs> are you holding, you're selling? What, what are your thoughts on him? Well, at the moment, I'm holding who I think could play Origin, Haas, Hines, and potentially Walshy. So, at the moment, I only want to hold a max of two. So, for Haas at the moment, I'm a hold. Season low last week, but it's 50. Mm. I still think that he's probably the best mid in NRL fantasy. So I'm, I'm a hold now, probably because I've only got 18 trades left. So I probably, and I'm very well set for round 13. So I don't really need to trade him out. Yeah. So at the moment, I'd be a hold on him. What about you, Corbs? Yeah, I've got the four. I've got Carrigan and Cleary, 
Haas and Walshy potentially. Uh, I want to go in with two, but if I if I can get away with three, I'll happily do that as well. But I'll, I think I'll lose one of those big mids. So it's for me the big one. I, I know I've said I'm only making one trade. Uh, could be Haas to Horsburgh because Haas is sort of down on that sort of downward spiral. He'll be playing Origin and could be managed quite well. And then, yeah, maybe punt Carrigan as well, potentially as well. But he, he seems to have hold his coin or could hold his coin a bit better than Haas over the Origin period. Um, but I would go to either your horse or JDB with those. But I think TK sort of hit the nail on the head. Two, probably max three, two to three. Otherwise, you're just going to be carrying too big a coin uh, outside that 13 that you want scoring. Yeah, nice. And uh, so we'll say with you, Corbs, what do you reckon about Cookie? Because he's been pretty scratchy, especially as of late. His uh, past few scores have been well down. He's at a 74 break-even, 732K. The only thing that I'd say about him is he's got the Tigers and Para coming up. So he's got a bit more, probably the, the biggest thing looking at his stats over the past three weeks is his drop-in run meters. So What are you talking about? Tigers are premiership favorites. <laughs> oh, jeez. All right. That's two we'll in, they're, they're in my narrative later. They're two in a row. We'll see. <laughs> two in a row. So <laughs> two wins in 12 months. <laughs> like that's that's in the corner, mate. Oh, jeez. Anyways, yeah, what do you reckon about Cookie? Corbs? Yeah, well, the two big ones you'd be going to there would be either your Robson or your um, JMK. And JMK obviously can sit just for one week. But with the Robson, <laughs> I think, it, yeah, if you've got Cookie, I, I surely you have one of those big halves. I think you can just sort of sit on one of those halves throughout the origin period. So I would probably be looking to offload him to a, a Robson who. You could maybe wait one more week just with their, their good round this week. Robson and the Cowboys seem to be on the up, so that could be a good thing to, to swivel to Robson. Yep. Yeah. What about you, TK? I'm a sell. Yeah. yeah. A sell. He hasn't hit a 60 since round five. No coincidence that Cam Murray's drop-off on form probably hasn't been opening up as much quick play the balls as possible. That mid's always changing as well. It seems that Cody and Luttrell a bit, a bit more of their show. So he is kind of... And you, you can't blame him, right? Mm. Like, it's not like he's there to play fantasy footy. It's working. Giving the halves and the troll as much early ball as possible, it's just working at the moment. It could maybe flip around post-season, post-the origin season, but for right now, their form's kind of indicating that you do need to sell him because essentially... His main strength he's just not playing to at the moment. Yeah, it's true. I um, So me personally, I've got him just for a hole for this week because I'm more keen on JMK. Um, and I think he could go big against the Tigers. But I do agree that he's a sell like after after that period. So either this week or, or next. Uh, new, keeping with the hookers, Harry Grant, thoughts? We've kind of spoken to him, uh, about him maybe a few weeks ago. But uh, 67 break even, mm. 828K. He's coming up against the Broncos and the Dolphins uh, and then heading into Origin. I do think they're going to manage him at some point. Like, you just have to. Like, his playing load is just huge. He has been dro- – like, I wouldn't say he's in bad form, but he's probably not the what I, – I sold him a couple of weeks ago. I had a pick between him and Haas. Yep. And I just think that – and I, I liked what I was seeing from Robson and also wanted to strategize for the origin break. I, I do anticipate that Harry's going to get managed, not significantly – but I still think that Harry needs to be out there for 80 minutes to get full value out of him. So I think at the moment that if you were to sell him, like, I don't mind it. And that's the thing. Like, it's just so much risk going into the origin period. He's a main player for Queensland. I just think that if you're going to be holding two, I wouldn't preference him over one of the two halves of Heinz and, and Cleary 
or Payne Haas. So he would actually be my sell. Yep. Well said. Corbs? Yeah, I think we, when they've got Jaden Nikarima and Torren Wishart in their reserves, they're easy candidates to come in and play 30 minutes or even just come in and play a hooking game uh, against maybe some weaker teams in that buy period. So I'm, I'm the same. Even if he doesn't come in and take the full 80, one of those two, I think he has to get managed as well. Yeah, and uh, last last bloke that I want to talk on is Big Latrell, who mm. has been doing really well. He um, yeah, didn't uh, get a big score last week, but hasn't been in sensational form. He's got sixty seven break even, but he's at seven hundred ninety four k. What what would you be doing with him, Corbs? Straight to Tafare, even though he's got the buy like everyone. <laughs> no, I'm joking. <laughs> Don't go Tafare. Uh, I would be I would be probably selling him, but you could I. I would potentially hold him up until Origin because he's just been in great form. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I think, yeah, Corb said it right. I think round 13, you sell him out? Because mm. the, the Rabbitohs' Origin period is horrible. Yeah. Like, even if he's, if he's picked for the three games, he will miss a minimum of four of the eight games. Yeah. Which is horrible compared to all the other teams, right? Yes. Yeah, you don't want 800K sitting on the bench for four games. And you know it's anticipating that it's happening. So you could easily trade that out. You think that during that period of time, the Warriors and the Dolphins both going to be playing seven of eight games. Yeah. So you could bring in anyone and literally get more points than that and have a player playing every single round. So that 800K, you could get a gun. Like Tohu, like if you had enough wing fullbacks, you could literally trade to Tohu Harris and you know you're going to be hitting somewhere between 50 and 60, literally, if he stays fit and healthy every week. So, yeah, round 13, sell, man. Yeah, good call. Yeah, thanks for that one, boys. A bit of, bit of Didn't you want to do Munster? I thought Munster, I didn't think his ownership was that high, but I think for for him, I mean, me personally, like at 65 break-even, 842K, I think he's a hold again just for just for now. And then, yeah, once you're hitting into round 13, probably look to look to pivot. Like if you've got money tied up in, in him, it'd be interesting to know who your second half is. Well, it's so, got to be clear your Hines, right? Exactly. So <laughs> you probably want to pivot to, a, to an SJ, I would yep. say, during that period. Um, do you boys agree on that? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, if you don't have him yet, I think you should have him. Uh, Dillbags is Dillbags. another good one. Dillbags yeah. is an Although, excellent one right now. Yeah, he, he's got that by that second period. But, yeah, I, I would be holding him up until as well. He'd be a bit like Latrell. I, I'm happy with him. He's been scoring pretty well. And uh, Storm will have to bite back this week. He plays actually pretty well. I think he um, has that anomaly where he's not the flat track bull. He's like the opposite too. And, and they've got this. Who have they got? Broncos, and then the Dolphins. Not so much the Dolphins, but yeah, I'd be keeping him for those two games. Boys, this is not the team sheet, but uh, Dillbags, is he getting a little bit too expensive if you don't take a punt now? 712k, break even of 25, off back-to-back 70s, 76 and 75 against the Knights and Titans. If you keep waiting, he could easily bounce back towards 800k, which I do think might be a little bit too expensive for him. So if you've got the cash, would you bite the bullet now here, Corbs? Yes, I think you have I to. Would, right? I would. I would. I just with him. Well, you got no Moses this week, and that's going to bring all his confidence back in running the game and and just being that runner in his in his actual um, which is like his massive strength. And then is he going to turn up, Corbs? He <laughs> no, nah, only one bloke's going to turn up, and I'll talk about him later. <laughs> but yeah, he, he's in good form. So yeah, that that wouldn't be a, a bad switch, and that frees up a bit of money for the buy period because. I actually think, well, 
in their last three games, Brownie's got a 64 average, Munster's got a 54. So yeah. Brownie's actually in better form. Paddy? Yeah, I like it. I got I got Brown. Oh, you do? Yeah, instead of... Um, instead when did of you get him? Uh, when Dewey went down. Oh, that's switched, a good move. Yeah, so, so you took a little bit of a pain and then you had a little bit of fortune last yeah, couple of weeks. exactly. So, yeah, he's um, yeah he's been doing well. I like him. Loving, loving Mo- Mitchie not being there this week, so hopefully he turns up this Turns up. <laughs> no one turns up anymore. I'm sick of it. <laughs> Let's talk a little bit about cheapies, boys, because a few in our minds. There's one guy that is going absolutely ballistic, and we're talking about Mal Meninga's son, Tafare. <laughs> 277K, break even of 70... Sorry, break even of negative 11. Two tries for his 59 last week. And there's something like 5% of people bringing him in Massive. despite him not even playing this week. What's your thoughts here, Batty? Yeah, I think if he gets named um, next week, I wouldn't be bringing... I wouldn't be rushing him this week. Like, I, w- I wouldn't be buying a player on the buy. The only thing I've... Con- I, I would be lying if I said I haven't considered it only because I wanted to, to punt Warbrick mm. and that was potential cash generation. But there's still massive... Buy beware on it because Aitken, we actually don't know the full extent of his injury yet. I've been trying to keep an eye on that today, but he finished out that half. So it's not as if Aitken completely tore his hamstring. He actually finished his half after the injury. So he could only be gone for two weeks. And it's the same with Brenko. So we could be sitting here in two weeks and team list drop and Tafari is nowhere to be seen. It's just back to normal programming. So yeah. I wouldn't be rushing him, but if he is named and he has a like a, an absolute stormer, then maybe he just gives Wayne no option because yeah he's got a bit of um, bit of flair about him like he's got that kind of cult hero vibe around him and people like to get behind him. The only thing probably working against him is his defense was still pretty scratchy, um, and it looks like Wayne's made that a real priority for for this year. Like that's what he's built around and that's what he generally does his teams on. But if he's named and you want to take a punt in a fortnight's time, I can get behind it. His sample is so strange though. Like, you just brought it up, like the missed tackles, three. He had one error, one turnover, 91 metres gain, five tackle breaks, two line breaks, and two tries. <laughs> right. Mate, it's got Latrell Mitchell stamped all over this bloke, and oh, yeah. he's obviously not in Latrell's class. Well, he was cramping up. He doesn't have the fitness. So, like, that was the big thing. And obviously, it's hard to say because it was his first game. So, the adrenaline and everything would have been rushing, rushing through him. But, yeah, like, he's still a rookie, and it doesn't look like he's going to be the... If we, if we, you know a good comparison, he is like the stags where you got the two different types of centers in the one team. He's the stags and he's not your Herbie. So he's not going to go looking for that ball. He's just going to sit on his sit on his edge. Well, one of the punters on the weekend was saying his Queensland Cup average is actually quite small. It's like 20 or something. Yeah. Well, have you got it? Actually, I'll have a look at it if I can search it while you talk. But is this his ceiling, you reckon, there, Patty? Well, yeah. I mean, still a 60 with two tries. So it's not as if you got it tunned up on it. So, what's his real is. average? You reckon when you think moving forward, somewhere in the thirty to forty range? Yeah, thirty four. Well, that's still a good cash generation. His Queensland Cup average was thirty five. It was forty five last year. Okay, so he's dropped. And he was back still scoring bit. like almost point eight try. It's I think okay. it was six from eight games and had like thirteen from fifteen something last year. Okay, so, so he's yeah he, he dropped down a little bit in other parts of his game, but yeah, thirty five and then comes out and blitzes it. Yeah, I might sell him to... I've got plenty of cash, and Ben Murdoch-Masilla, I think, will be a nice trade there. Boys, Buller looks like he's pretty much owned by everyone in the top 5,000 now, only a couple percent under there. I think it was like 98%, so there's 2% people crazily not owning him. 346K, comes in another break-even of six, negative six, sorry. 
32, 45 and 46. Kids, Corbs, we're walking at him and we're behind the sticks and just some of his tough carries on Sunday were just really good. His pace off the mark and his ability to put his body on the line of defence. Super impressive here, Corbs. Yeah, he punched through a couple of, I don't know, four or five post-contact metres every time he ran the ball. Mm. But he just uses his feet really well and runs at space rather than just running at play. But even if he did, he's got that big athletic build and then comes up with the big defensive plays. Like The speed is huge just to get into those positions. Um, when he made that try-saver at the end there, I think there was a couple, a few more sort of support players to come in over the top. I don't know why Dragons just go didn't go through the hands. The try <laughs> try was on. We could have won that game, but anyway, they must have all hate Hook. Uh, but the, we we also know so there's a couple of times he still doesn't have that game sense. He's still just not finding the right position in attack. He's out there, but um, give him a few more games, maybe later towards the end of the season, even next year, he could be a very handy player because I think he put all his eggs into the basketball um, shot when he went over to the USA. So mm. he's still quite fresh just coming back to league. Yep. No, he's a great player. I think you definitely have to lock him in. Now, Cobbs, you were super excited on Sunday when you saw this man talking about Billy Smith back on the team lineup. He literally knew that you were at the ground because he had a career game and he comes in at 361k break, even of three. Thoughts? Yeah, get him in. Get him in. (laughs) (laughs) He is going to turn up. (laughs) You know the the worst thing? Actually, it's probably safe because we'd had a few by this time of the day and all my three trades had locked in and I'm probably lucky because I would have burned a trade on Billy Smith if I had a free one. (laughs) Uh, It's a a weird one because he is quite fantasy relevant. Um, not that his stats, like even going back through his stats, he's only probably got a 25-ish average in the centres, but that one he blew right out of the water. But they've persisted with him for so long. I don't know if he's on next to nothing in his um, contract, but it, it, he's always been, yeah, when he's had those games, he's got fantasy relevance. And in his um, New South Wales Cup, he's had some good scores as well. It's just what happens with the Roosters, like Paddy touched on before, they have been quite clunky. Um, Tedesco is going to go if Suali he gets uh, released. Like there's all these different things, and then does other people come up? He, he's also got a bit of an injury history. Odd, although the break even's low, I'd just sit with him and just wait. Probably give him an actual three date rule, not just two. Yeah, I think so because of the who knows Walker might come back into the team, especially if start losing games. It's not like they've been ultra impressive any game of football they've had in over the last month. No, not at all. I think with. I don't know what is going on. I think I kind of mentioned it before. I don't know why Suli is just not on the wing. Like it's quite clear that the centers just isn't working. And like you're like, right, there was it a just, comment. There was just a say com- it hasn't worked. Yeah, and there was a comment from Robbo about oh he's he's dedicated to developing him into a quality center. But you're developing a guy who's not going to be here in twelve months. Just put him on the wing and get the best use out of him. That's I mean, his you best. got it wrong. Yeah, like it's not even that. Like if he's going to score your tries in the air, I got it wrong. I thought th- he was going to be a brilliant center. Yeah, you know, like it's just. Put him on the wing and for Billy Smith. And that's the Billy Smith narrative because they touted Billy Smith as the next man up. And, you know, he's had a shocker with injury and he's, a, you know, that's really unfortunate. But they, to Corpus' point, they stuck with him because he was the guy to take over from Latrell. They were kind of like, it's all good. We've got Billy Smith in the system. You can't replace Latrell, but he's the kid who's, who's next up. So if you've banked on this kid for so long, just 
Moves Shame. To, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, move to a lead, bring Walker back in. Like, they're talking about their their attack looking clunky. Well, you've just ripped apart your spine. Well, yeah. Daniel Tupou out, that's probably, it's going to be him and Jackson po- uh, Polo maybe going for a spot. And Polo's been really, really good. So, we're saying maybe hold on Billy Smith for now. Let the Roosters return to a little bit of form. Despite that price might go a little bit erratic, though. Corb's the other guy, Jaden Sullivan. So, 778k, break even of seven, scored two tries on the weekend, coming from the bench. Really liked what I saw when he actually came on. But can we take a pun on someone that's not starting? Yeah, well, he's not going to score that. Like, he got two tries in that 56. So I don't think he's going to be the, the half that whoever brings him in is going to sort of replicate those scores week to week. I do like the role that he's playing, though. I would probably prefer Little, who absolutely brained it in New South Wales Cup on the weekend, had some awesome fantasy stats. Um, have him starting and then bring your hunt in and then um, Sullivan on to the halves with Amone. But who knows what's going to happen with the Draggies. It, it could continue to revolve until the new coach comes in because I'm not sure what's happening with us. For sure. The boys, let's move on to heal him, Lukey, because a few of us brought him in, but <coughs> excuse me, he heavily disappointed moving on to the right edge. Paid 54 minutes here. Paddy was sloppy, though. A lot of demerits, missed tackles, errors, only got through 46 metres. What's your thoughts? Yeah, really disappointing. Um, I didn't I didn't go in on him. I was uh, conservative. I've already got host, so you know, wasn't uh, going into another <laughs> risky edge option. If you don't already have him, uh, probably count yourself lucky, and I'd be avoiding just until you see something out there. Like I can't. I, I probably mentioned it in last week's pod where I wasn't sure on the minutes. I didn't know if he was going to get to eighty. I don't like he has had a game this year where it was at the seventy plus. But traditionally, he's been that lower minute, higher impact. And even then, he didn't really have a, a massive impact. So maybe he's just finding a bit of fitness and you know a bit of form. Um, but in a team that bashed the Roosters, and he's got a and he's the kind of the player with X factor, he didn't really bring that. So yeah, yeah, very disappointing. I mean, if you got him, you got a like you got a hold. But if you don't have him, I would be avoiding for now. Yeah, I think you'd be spot on. The conditions before the game, there was this monsoon that we all got caught in. I was undercover, and this thing was just like out of control. Like everyone got wet, even if you were sitting in the last row. Yeah, it was, I've never seen anything like it in my life. So, yeah, it was crazy. I think the conditions didn't suit him. Him just being short of a run didn't suit him. I think he'll work into it. So, like you said, I wouldn't go. I couldn't recommend you buy him this week, but I think if you've got him, don't panic because I think in the next couple of weeks, leading into that round thirteen, we will see him go in a little bit better form. He'll be better for the run, get back at home as well, and he'll have some quality performances ahead. So don't freak out by that. Next one, Jackson Ford, boys. Probably the topic of the night is: Is he going to be a sell? Corbs. Thoughts at 537k, break even of 41. Probably for me, he's probably done his dash, and I'm going to be getting him out this week. But your thoughts? Yeah, I think we talked about it before. He's he hit a bit of a plateau with his scores. He's got two weeks off now, locked in. I think, pun him. Yeah, last three games, missed tackles of 8 8 6, making silly demerits. Demer- like that penalty, even for that, that hip drop. They know, like, it comes to a point when he did it. It's like, you know what you're doing, mate. Like, and then they shake their heads when they go to the bin. As if you don't know that you did a hip drop and you landed on his ankle. Like, it's obvious. Yeah, they would know by that point, surely. But obviously the NRL is just trying to cost the Warriors the game. But <laughs> <laughs> let's talk about some replacements up and down here, boys, because we've got a few. 
I've put a little list, and you know, Corbs, Jaden Sewer, like he's in really good form. Like coming back, he's only been back a week. Before that, he's at three fifties in a row. You take out that HIA game, it's actually four fifties in a row. But are we going too many dragons? Is he an actual option? Yeah, he's a solid option. I don't mind him at all. He, like you said, well, you actually got me onto him just saying how he he'd been scoring the solid fifties the last few games. Was that his last four game average? Taking out the yeah uh, HIA game, yeah, and he's cheap. Yeah, no, he's he's like, good shit. Yeah, he's like low six hundred, especially if you haven't got much cash. Because, like Pat said before, Ford's at this really awkward price, man. Well, there's there's quite a few in there, really. Like Jackie Bird's still there, Tyson Frizzell. There's a couple sort of around that bracket. I know Lukey. Isn't probably an option. Like Paddy said, if you you don't own him, he's one you could wait on. But he got fifty five minutes straight off, or fifty four minutes straight off the bat, which is awesome. Like heaps more than I thought he was going to get. So hopefully his minutes can continue to grow and his confidence could grow. And the other thing too is the Cowboys, if they've flicked a switch, then Lukey could start getting those attacking stats, and that could be huge. Yeah, I think so too. I'll throw a name at you, Corbs, Andrew. Davey. Yeah, I had him on my thing. He, do you know what he scored on the weekend? I didn't realise he scored so well. Yeah, he scored 48. Yeah, so, well, I was talking about him, and again, it's just that worry in each team, the risk with Maddo and Cardi both on the bench. Uh, yeah, both on the bench. So, But he does the job. He's solid out there, and that just allows Maddo to go through the middle and, and play a game that really uh, Brad Arthur had him playing all last year. So, if, if those are wondering, he, he's another name I did throw up later on in a question uh, as an option for an edge, and he, he's quite cheap. He's probably the best value other than Lukey, who everyone's a bit nervous on. But, yeah, Davey's one of the best values in the edge position. I think so too, man. Like, he just gets through the works. I know he scored a try at that 48, but I do think he'll work into this season. Other thing I was thinking here was the guy you brought out before he was cheese, 572k. If you do have plenty of cover in that edge department, or if you've got plenty of forwards, drink water at five thirty three actually cash in four. But Paddy, any other thoughts there, mate? Yeah, you just touched on it. I thought if you wanted to go left of field, you could look at your wing fullbacks. So if you're okay in the forwards, like I'm just looking now, even like I probably wouldn't recommend, but like Teddy's at five seventy six. Like that's low for for Tedesco. Like, yeah, he hasn't, we we kind of spoke about him last week, so I probably wouldn't rush him. But yeah, I really like the drink water call at five. 533, I think that's a, a good pivot because like someone like me, I need a, an extra wing fullback for, for the buy. So if you're also in that position, I can definitely see that happening. Yeah, I, I really like going to Drinky. I thought, like, <laughs> really, if you could afford it, go to Horsborough or Tohu, really. But, yeah, the options we've got. I could have swear Paddy was going to say Ponga then. <laughs> you know, he's going to be sub 400 this after this week. And like, for a reason. That, isn't that for, ridiculous? I might get him. Far out. <laughs> he's turning up. Watch him, watch him not get picked for Origin. He's a buy. <laughs> if he doesn't get picked for Origin, I might buy him. Nah, Billy Smith's still over him. <laughs> Billy Smith's going to be more expensive than him next week. And so he should. Well, he's going to turn up. <laughs> so. yeah. Boys, let's talk about captains now. Interesting there, Nico. I'm, I'm backing up a Nico bounce back. He had some really good news off the field on Monday. It's his obviously sensitive news, so you just Google it. It's it's pretty much 
in the news now. So, but I'm going to bounce. I'm going to say that Nico is going to be in pretty good spirits, and he's going to bounce back. So, he's going to turn up. Mate, my uh, my narrative is South to put on an absolute clinic against the, the Tigers. Are about to come crashing down to earth. Sorry for you, Tigers fans. Latrell's going to turn up. He's going to go absolutely wild. He's going to score two. Him and Cody are going to score doubles. There you go, Snakey. Put that into your best. Wow. Man. Both of them are going to score doubles. I They're actually think the, go off. The Tigers are going to turn up. Bulla, Brooks. Walker is actually in amazing form. Waken. So good. They're just legends. Yeah. What a st- corpse narratives. I'm going. I'm back in the uh, the Eagles and Turbo to go nuts. Sharky's to lose two on the trot, and Hines <laughs> and Hines to go sub fifty. <laughs> Nico versus putting the mocker on. Jeez, hey, what are we doing? I'm going to keep sticking the boot into Nico and keep hitting the voodoo doll until he proves me wrong. Until he makes his way into your team. Well, I'm going captain <laughs> Nico. I know that Corbs is going captain Cleary, but you got both of them. So who are you going? I don't have both of them. Oh, you don't. I'm mate. I'm chins up. Oh yeah, <laughs> chins up, mate. You guys talked me out of him a few weeks ago. Go on the go on the double. We ain't talking you out of a few things <laughs> lately. But that's good. That's Look right. at your rank. It's good. Exactly. That's Look at it. your rank. Look at your rank. Perfect example to everyone listening. Listen to us, and your your rank's gonna climb. Hopefully, absolutely. Well, will we get to audience questions? Just a tick. Just remember, attention, footy fans. Create, coach, compete in fantasy footy for free with Game Day Squad. Still skilled, skill your squad, your fantasy. So play on. Open free packs every single week. Build your ultimate squad. As I said, it's fun, it's free, it's easy. So compete now at gamedaysquad.com.au or download the app. Plenty of fun. Big shout out to the crew at Game Day Squad for everyone. That Turning up on Saturday it was great to hang out. Big shout out Danielle and Tanya as well, uh, Taylor, who set up all the stuff for us in terms of the stage and all that sort of stuff. So big shout out to both Dan and Taylor. Now, Patty, we're up to audience Q and A. Let's roll through, uh, Luke Adams. So this is for everyone. What Origin players are you holding? We'll start with you, Corbs. Yeah, I think it's just going to be Cleary. And well, Walsh should be a hold right up to the end, and maybe just a Carrigan. Yeah, two for me as well. Haas and Nico, and if Walsh is in the seventeen for Queensland, I'm selling him out. You, Paddy? Yeah, yeah, I'm a one. I do have a few of the Smokies though. So Walsh, Frizzell, Hopgood, and Horse. Um, so I mean, <laughs> come come uh, Origin teamless, I could be in trouble potentially. But yeah, only the one at the moment with uh, with Cleary. Nice. Now, Paddy Benny Moore. Jumped 12,000 spots last week. Good on you, Ben. That's awesome. With Chin at the helm, what do I do with Jack, Jay, Jacob Ford, Jackson Ford, Tabawai, Fido, and Lockie Miller? And is Haas for DeBellin worth it this week, mate? Yeah, so, mate, nice work on, on the 12,000 spots up. That's uh, that's awesome. Chin's up, just like me. That's excellent. So we kind of just um, spoke about it there. So for Ford, yeah, he's probably looking at a sell. Um, we've kind of listed out a couple of options there. So if you don't need a, a Ford, you could potentially pivot out to maybe a Scott Drinkwater. Um, out of the other two, Lockie Miller is going to be a hold for me. I think hold him right up until uh, post their buy, so their next buy is around 14. But even then, they're, they're pretty favorable, the Knights, during that period. So he could be a hold through the entire period. Uh, now, Hammer, this is what you were speaking about before, TK. I think, I think, yeah, I think out of those... Those out of those players, like he's very worrying at the moment. He's he's still picking up tries and getting thirty, so he's not shooting the lights out. I would, if you were to decide between Miller and Hammer, I think Hammer is the one 
to go out. Um, and at his price, again, you could be looking at someone like a Scott Drinkwater. Like, those are the, the kind of players that I'd be looking at. So I think he's, yeah, definitely in, into sell tor- territory. Like, do you guys agree with that? I think... Well, the players that we've kind of... The Katoa, you're not selling it as a Katoa. He's got plenty of money still to make. Mm. Lemuel is the problem. If he's, he's in the top three centers, I think, in fantasy. And I don't think you can keep holding... Some of them, people holding James. You can't have four Dolphins not playing this week. Yeah. You'd want to go down to... Three, max, more two if you could. Mm. So, yep. I think you're the same on Hammer. Yeah, he'd be the one I'd be punting. He's a bit erratic as well Mm. at the moment. He had that real purple patch. So, yeah. And uh, the last one, Hasford's Burn. Like this is actually a really tricky one. I, I would say hold. Like I'm a hold on Haas. I think. He's going to be the best. Like he's looking, shaping up to be the best mid of the year. The only thing on on DeBellin is what's going to happen with Hook because if Hook does get hooked, the new coach could come in and the role could completely change. Obviously, this is all hypotheticals, but to your point before, Corbs, on how did they not score with a four and one overlap, mate? Sloan does not like Hook. I don't. I think that's like he that game. He was doing some wild things. Like, that was almost like, anyways, I wouldn't say he was throwing it, but there were some wild moments f- from his play. Half time. Half time when he yeah, tried to chip and chase. Kick, what was that? That was what the most was, idiotic thing I've ever seen. Yeah, that was like crazy. I, in that moment, I was like, man, there's something going on. And then him just hogging that ball in the overlap. Anyways, like, I think there's a, there's a slight risk on, on JDB, not to set, like, I think he's a strong buy, but I'd be holding, holding Haas. Versus, versus Haas, for sure, man. Yeah. Uh, so TK Matt David is asking Murray Ford and Hammer to JDB James Fisher Harris and Drinkwater aggressive BDE. I'll just probably put in horse instead of JFH. Yep. I just think that James Fisher Harris is a good player. Always plays pretty well during that Origin period as well. But I just think horse is in better form and JFH just coming off. That's Fisher Harris just coming off injury. So I'd back the horse. Yeah. Like that one. Corbs, Andre Fatakis asking, edge options below 500k. Yeah, well, we've talked about these two. I think it's either got to be Lukey or Davey. Lukey, that score may have scared you off a little bit, but yeah, you're getting both of them cheaper. You can bank about 70, 70 mid-70k's on both or 70k on Davey. Davey only played the, the 66 minutes, which is a bit concerning because if he didn't score, then uh, he doesn't score as well. But, yeah, they would be my two. And they both offer – I mean, Lukey offers really good um, buy coverage. Uh, I think he misses round four, uh, 14. But then, uh, obviously, plays the second buy. And Davey, he also provides very good buy coverage. So, they're both – I'm just having a look now. Eels, oh, he has a 14 buy for Davey. And then for the Cowboys, Lukey misses – round 15, but that's probably the better one, to be honest, because you're going to have a lot of other players back to help cover for that one. So, yeah, Lukey probably makes more sense, but I get that score um, may scare people off. Next question. Now, Paddy, I think this is for round 13. Play the buy with 11 or trade up for a half, and he's talking about going to Felix Crossland, Cooper Johns, or Isaiah Katoa. Yeah, so... um so play the bye with 11, mate, def- definitely not. Like, uh, unless you're leading the actual fantasy and you're, like, well, well in front. Like, I think you'll just get left behind if, if you're playing with 11. And I think the game's done a, a good job at making it that it's only the 13. So mm. work, work your way towards it. Uh, like, I think with two more rounds to go, 
my, my big advice would be don't rush in. You're only two players away. You know, like there's no real rush and anything can happen. Out of those options though for a half, um, I like Katoa. I think there's, TK mentioned before, there's still money to be made. He's working his way. Like his game is getting better every week. The Finns are looking pretty good. Um, so yeah, really like Katoa. Um, just can't, yeah, John's probably won't be there for too much longer. You'd assume with, uh, with Schuster coming back in, he's even on the extenders this week. And um, yeah, Crossland, I think we mentioned it for when he first got the start. Like to me, he's just going to be a mid-30s average, even if he's the starting hooker. So I don't think there's going to be much cash to, to make on him. So yeah, Katoa, and don't don't feel panicked. You, you still you only got two players to go. There's, there's not that, that big of a gap. Um, TK... Craig Gray is asking, thinking of Ford to Tohu. It was a great trade in general. I like what Tohu is seeing and back to his health. I do just think that going into a spy next week, especially if you've got someone like SJ, I do think that's a lot too much to have on the bench in terms of your two stars. It will be running in your 17 each week. It probably also gives Tohu, give him another look. He's got a high break even anyway. And then you go straight into a buy. So I think his health will be perfect for round 13. So I'd probably say if you do need a number for this week. I probably prefer, probably maybe you could go down a couple of those options that Corby didn't mention there with Davey or take a punt with Lukey, but I'd probably say Tohu's probably going to work out the best in a couple of weeks. Yep. Well said, Corbs. Uh, Michael Carver is asking, would you trade in Tohu or DeBellin this round or hold Welsh? Oh, I think you'd get rid of Welsh. Looking at his scores, he has been pretty dismal. Um, but if you've got the money, then yeah, go the Jack DeBellin. He's got his buy out of the way. He's going to get a couple of good scores. And then Tohu Harris, I think, yeah, just makes more sense to maybe get him when TK said. So JDB there or the the horse, if you're, if you're a Raiders fan, back yourself. Go one of those two anyway. Flick out the Nico. Or, I mean, I still like the cheese. He's a cheaper mid too. I know that everyone sort of looks at him as a bit of a hooker, but he's got that mid duel as well. So he could be one that um, could free up a bit more coin for other spots or plays in your team as well. Paddy, now next one, William Coughlin. Now, good edge options, priced under 840K. He needs one for the buy and maybe longer term potentially, or does he just bite the bullet and get David Fafita? Man, love Rolling in a world of luxury here, eight hundred forty-eight k for a for an edge. Um, look, I'd hold off on Fafita until fourteen because I think, yeah, like he should he's be got the buy. Yeah, he should play Origin. Like he's in such good form. Like I I don't mind it, but he's um yeah he's in great form. He's got the buy coming up, so I probably wouldn't look at him until after that buy. Um, so if I was to list list off some options, I'd be looking at Hopgood, Frizzell, or Young. Um, and uh, we've mentioned before on the pod, so and Sewer is also a, a sneaky pod if you're looking at that. Um, but out of those options, I think I really like the look of Hudson Young, but I guess with all of those those other three, there is a potential origin uh, selection. So if you're comp- if you want to stay well away f- away from that, then Sewer could be your guy. Um, otherwise, yeah, Hopgood, Frizzell, Young. Look at those. Nice. Look at those options. Uh, John Bezgovskik, if for TK on a rating of Nico Cleary, how good of Nico to Cleary, how good was Magic Round, and how good is Queensland TK Paradise Rugby League Capital of the Universe? Nico to Cleary, that hurt. How good was Magic Round? Very good. Hear me. How good is Queensland? I actually kind of rate it again. 
I'd been very disappointed last couple of stages, but like I actually thought that it was pretty fantastic. <laughs> yeah. Last question. Uh, Thank Creek. God. <laughs> Creek <laughs> to Corbs. I have Robson and Luke thinking I need to upgrade, but hooker position is right up there with the centers this year. Would you leave for now or bring in a Grant Cook to pair with Robson? Uh, not at this time of the season. No way. Both of them are pretty much guaranteed hookers for New South Wales and Queensland. I think the leave Robson, he, he's like the guy everyone's going towards. Sonny Luke, I'm guessing that's who he's talking about. Um, I mean, you could hold him. He's not like he's got a higher break even, one that's in reach, but he's, uh, yeah, he's eight on the weekends, a little bit annoying. The two that I would probably be looking at, Sound a bit repetitive, but the cheese is one. If you if you've got the coin to be sniffing around the Cook and Grant, the other one, it's it's very sunny. Luke, it's very sideways. Is uh hands. Now we ran into Hans's dad, Mister Hands. Mister Hands. <laughs> I can't remember what his name was at the potty. He was there with another mate. Uh, funnily, he was wearing a Penrith jersey because Hansy must have been a um a Panthers junior. junior. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, yeah, that was awesome seeing him. But yeah, Hansy, Hansy could be uh, could be the uh, the nine moving forward, but just not yet. So we might have to hold on that. That's just sort of getting ahead of ourselves. But I would be looking at yeah, probably cheese if you had the money to upgrade to those other two. But keep Robson for sure. He's your main man. Probably look at when he's got the buy to who's actually going to be one of the teams you could go towards. But cheese seems to be that guy. Nice. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we got through 53 minutes and miracle time. But we've got plenty of shows coming up. Robbo and the boys will be back tomorrow with Wacky Wednesdays. Andy's away for a couple more weeks. I'll be back on Thursday, hopefully back at full strength in my own recovered recovery. Got to get so, one of those IV bags. There's maybe. no 100%. I'm in <laughs> doubt still. I'm in, I'm in stream, like in massive doubt. We'll see how I pass my – if I get through Captain's Run tomorrow, we'll you see. You should be on the 11-day protocols, mate. I am. <laughs> self I'm, I'm doing a matto and pulling myself out. <laughs> <laughs> I got a cold. I'm matto. I don't want to play. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in. Hopefully our croaky voices got you through there. Bit of banter, bit of laughs. We'll be back. Paddy, thanks for carrying us tonight, mate. Oh, that's right, man. Shoulders feeling, feeling tight, bud. It was good. Nice, 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 nice for you guys to uh, have survived the weekend. I oh, appreciate yeah. it. Corpse, thanks for your... <laughs> thanks for your uh, yeah, you, you great insights there tonight. <laughs> Don't <laughs> <Thanks> ever... <laughs> <for> nothing. <laughs> Don't want to see you again for another week, all right, mate? Ah, uh, likewise. Are you guys bringing back best best this week? Yeah, we will. We had a couple. Oh, yeah. I thought thought we're all over it. Everyone was so confident with the bets from the uh, potty on Saturday until uh, the games actually happened. And then, yeah, and then there was upset central. Or like Dragons, my team, Sharkies, and then uh, Andy's Eels. Andy was like a nervous wreck watching it, and he knew the mock was on his team. We all come back with losses. So. For sure. And Corpse that was probably out. That was probably the only negative to the weekend. Yeah, we'll bounce back. We'll bounce back. Well, thanks again, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, you stay safe, and we'll check you during the week.